Where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? Hey now, from here. I'm such a big Corey Day fan. I'm such a big Corey Day fan. Hey, Goju Nation, we are back. I said we. You normally hear me. I said we. This is industry rule number 4080. At Gotham Jungle, at Gotham Jungle, at Gotham Jungle, all socials, including threads. Gotham Jungle spelled one word. You find me there. Subscribe and share. Usually get me by myself and I give you the QVC, which is the qualified, the verified and the certified. But today we're doing this a little bit different because I think we're going to need some more time. Okay. One of my favorite people. I know I'm one of her favorite people. We drive each other. Excuse me. We drive each other crazy. But yet we still maintain our dynamic. It's been a while and we're going to probably do these a few more times if the chemistry's right and y'all feel this. So I'm going to introduce philanthropist, songwriter, singer, just released her, I want to say third or fourth single. She'll correct me on that. Everybody, Estella Star is in the building. How are you? What's going on? I love the intro. That was nice. And yes, you are one of my favorite people. How y'all doing? <laughs> Go got some jungle nation. Goju Nation, excuse Goju me. Nation, it's all right. It's all right. You know, you know what's beautiful about podcasts? Right? People just want to see the genuine version of you. So when you make mistakes, they don't look at you like you did something crazy or something's wrong. They said, nah, they're just working it through. Just be patient. We'll get it. We'll get it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we jump into what I want to talk about, because I want to make sure we wrap this in here a few times. Tell them the current single that's out right now and the platforms that it's on right now. So my current single, I'm actually very excited about it because it's my first R&B single. It is called Trusted. It's out on all digital platforms, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. The video is out as well, which is like my favorite and best video thus far. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure you stream, like, share, all that good stuff. (laughs) The visuals official. I'm going to say something that probably only a few people can say around you and not get in trouble. You're looking very yummy in the video as well. So you did a damn, you you did a damn good job. So just, just let me tell you something, man. The the grind is real. The hustle is authentic and the, the energy and the dedication is so undeniable. Just support people that support doing good music for a good reason. That's exactly what Stella Star is doing. So, Goju Nation, y'all got to support this one because if you build it, they will come, and she's absolutely coming. All right. So, Thank you. so that's 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 Stella. And 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 once you're done with the podcast, you're gonna like the person that much more that you even want to embrace and support what she is doing. Right. So, we're gonna jump right in because I know we're gonna have some things to say. All right. So. We're going to start with qualified as I go the Q, the Q, the Q. The first thing that is absolutely qualified, and if y'all don't know this by now, y'all are very much behind. <laughs> okay. You need to catch up and you need to catch up immediately. Sean Diddy Combs' latest album that just came out, the love album Off the Grid is absolutely unequivocally positively qualified and y'all need to have this in your life now i know Estelle's already listening to this but let me jump in here because i'm gonna get her comments on a couple things okay first let's 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 respect the fact that mary j might have mary j blige might have been 91 when she first came out 90, 91? Mm-hmm. It is 2023. That is 30 years of Sean Combs overseeing and making records. And basically putting a generation on his back. Everybody who speaks that they're a 90s baby, they sit on Sean Combs' back of why they're a 90s baby. Because you can't have a playlist that doesn't have one fifth to the, one half of it being songs that he's created. He deserves the respect of a modern day and please 
older people who play instruments and been in bands and write music. Please don't kill me when I say this, but he might be this generation's Quincy Jones. Because of what he has done with so many different things. I remember when Biggie passed away and he signed Shine and Shine sounded just like Biggie and everybody was saying he's going to fail because you try to make another Biggie. Well, Shine came out. It was nothing like Biggie and was his own right. They also said that when he's going to make records himself, it said, now he's going to rap now. Oh, my God. He's going to be horrible. <laughs> he's going to think he's a good rapper. Well, he is now known as a rapper and a decent one as well, too. He has he has he has he has proven that one. When he signed Faith Evans, everybody said he can't. He's going to try to make her marry. He's going to try to make her marry. Well, she absolutely is not married, although she's as qualified in certain circles as Mary. So these things have spoken to what was supposed to be failures that were absolute successes that were perceived as going to be a problem. So he deserves those flowers first and foremost. The album itself focuses on talent with qualitative executive oversight. And when that comes together, it's the perfect storm of execution. And that's what he's done his whole career. I'll stop there for two seconds. I can go on for another 10 minutes. Estella, have you heard the album? Of course. I play it every morning. I literally fall asleep to it. Like, I'm so proud of him. It's not a shocker for me. I'm a big Diddy fan. A huge Diddy fan. But I didn't expect this. Right. For some reason, I didn't expect it. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. Because we all know his capabilities and we all know what he's done, what he can do. And he's always relevant, despite of how many people might think he's not. He's still relevant. And this album proves just that. And not only is he still relevant, but his creativity is has sharpened so much. And I'm so impressed and inspired by that, because with everything he's done in the past, you would think it can't get no better. And the fact that it has, like, just even me talking about it right now, I'm literally getting the chills thinking about his album because, like, no lie, since I heard the album, I'm like, yeah, I got to do better. <laughs> I got to do better. Like You said, wait. but you nailed it. You absolutely nailed it because you can feel that he's been almost in handcuffs on a straight jacket with his creativity. And he's been dying to let this out, to let the world know what space he's in right now. You nailed it. It comes through mm -hmm. so it comes through so it's not it's not just creative. It's, it's, it's so it's so it's almost like a throwback to older albums from an older time where they pour their soul into the record. You get every piece of what they're doing. Like mm -hmm. that's 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 you're, you're a thousand percent correct. You know, you know, what's also like interesting, Estella, is that. You know, Stevie J and Mario Winans are all over this album. These are his producers going back mm -hmm. to when he was doing 112. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. He basically, so basically what he did is he pulled Stevie J and Mario Winans. He went to school on what's happening today musically. He pulled in a couple of writers from today, like D. Mill. D. Mill worked on Silk Sonic and stuff like that, right? And then he came out and, and, and correct me if, correct me if I'm wrong here, because this is how I feel. I think this is the best R&B album this year next to SZA. Of course. <laughs> Without a doubt. I think the only Without album that is better or competitive is the SZA album. <laughs> yeah. And mm -hmm. an honorable mention is Lizzo, because Lizzo's album is pretty great, too. Yeah. But Lizzo's album is great, and so is, um, oh, my gosh. What's, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. From She's from London. I love that album. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe Mm. It'll hit you. It'll uh, hit you. Yeah. It'll hit you. It'll hit you. That's all right. That's all right. We're talking. It'll come to you. LMA. LMA. Okay. Oh, LMA. Oh yeah, LMA. LMA. What? Yeah, yeah LMA. That album she's, is sick. But she, she's, she's. I the, actually love that one more than the Scissors album. She's. She, well, we could talk. We'll, Crazy. We'll, we'll, I know. We'll, we'll, I know. We'll, we'll have a female. We'll have a, we'll have a female R and B podcast, and we'll go through all of them in a minute. All right. We'll we'll work that out. Um. So speaking of female R and B, right? Jazzy's on the album. And she's on the album. She's on the album. Very, she's very well placed on the album. She's not overdone. She stays in her R&B. She lets you know, cause you know, cause you, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but I, I just repeat this for the people that don't know. Jazzy is a lesbian. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and Jazzy is a male dominant lesbian. She's not a female lesbian. Mm -hmm. So she sings from a male perspective, almost like a guy singing to a girl. 
Okay. But on this project, she's just singing. She's not, that doesn't come out of her. So that, that shows her talent in that sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course, French Montana's on the album because he's, you know, him, him and Diddy are best friends and his favorite rapper in the world right now. Everything I see around Diddy's family is fabulous. Fabulous is all over the damn place. So fabulous yep. is on the album. <laughs> okay. His favorite rapper is, is fabulous right now. Okay. But hold on. If you pay close attention, Dirty Money's on the album. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just gonna say that. People don't realize that. Dirty Money's on the album, and that record is nice. Okay. KC from Jodeci's on the album. Amazing. Okay. Buster. Okay. Buster's on the album. And of course, Mary's on the album. Now, I'm, full disclosure, I don't love the Mary record. I do not love the Mary record compared to the other records that are shining stars on the record. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. But I think, I think the Mary record could have been a better record. I think he could, I think he gave. The other artists better energy because he never worked with them before. I think he gave Mary that we've done this before energy and the record kind of comes across that way. I agree. I'm, I love everything Mary, but I'm not in love with her record and I feel the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Now, for me, and this is for Goju Nation, the best part of this album, the, the, the special part of this album is when Diddy gets his hands on today's artists. He, he elevates their creativity and gives them some of the best material they've ever had. The Her record, amazing, amazing. Space, amazing. The Justin Bieber record is is different. It's out. If you're a Justin Bieber fan, be surprised to be surprised because it's not what you're going to hear from him. But it sounds like what he should have been doing all along. And, and, that, and that's the other part. The Summer Walker record, the Kalani record, Jasmine Sullivan, Jaquez. They all sound like brand new artists as if they just came out working with Diddy. That's why I'm calling a little baby Quincy Jones, because their records are great. It's not that they weren't special before. I'm just sitting back. I'm saying this her record. I wish she did this all the time. (laughs) When I hear Jasmine, the the track that he picked for Jasmine Sullivan, I'm like, that's so there's such a art. There's such a executive artistical thought process. I'm not sure anybody else would have picked that track. I think he knows where her voice should be on, if you, if that makes any sense. And Jeremiah, too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. He got Buster calmly on the album. If you, if you don't pay attention, you miss him. If you don't pay attention, you miss him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wait, is that Buster? <laughs> but yeah. I, I want to kind of like, if you don't mind, I, you know, I'm a believer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a diehard believer. And he's done that before. I feel like he's Diddy has taken him to a space where maybe he probably hasn't been. How can I say? It? Like he's never been in that level, but but create like musically, like with his vocals, he's done that before. Right. He's done it before. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's almost it's almost like it's almost like it's almost like you know what? It's very similar to working with Dr. Dre. You go into Dr. Dre's world and you come out doing a record that you may not have thought you were done before. Like you get Eminem is good, but you get Eminem with Dr. Dre, then like then you get oh my god, <laughs> okay? Because of because of how Dre approaches his production style. I think Diddy falls in that same category where it's kind of like he can listen to you all the time and say yeah, but you should be doing this. And then once you do, he's like, why have I been doing this before? It's like it's like a, it's like a it's like a it's like a world that you enter into when you come out of it when he's on his A game. Okay, now this is what happens when you're not working on 17 different things and you're focusing just on making a record. This is what it is. Okay, but when you're trying to do you know you're trying to do TV shows and making the band and selling vodka and trying to sell clothes and all that type of stuff, some of his creativity suffers. Right there, right now, Stella, he's just making an album. And that's and we and we, and we and we benefit from it because it's just making an album. He's not selling clothes. There's no Sean John with this, okay? No. There's, there's, there's no there's no. Remember the Ciroc deal's over. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's focused oh, on just, he's just being creative, and sometimes that's what you need to be to be great, man. I mean, we could talk about this album for another ten minutes, man. But you know, the the single is great. I like what's love. Stay a while. Moments. Justin Bieber. Space with her. Those records are just special records. Special, 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 special. Even his intro, 
and and the production is just amazing. And, he, and he's not talking too much. Like you know, he likes to talk. He's doing just enough. He's not OD. Mm-hmm. He's not OD. Mm-hmm. He's not talking on every record. He's not rapping on every record. He's not trying to sound like the sexiest man on earth on any record. It's like he's just being creative. Mm-hmm. All right, well done, Sean Combs. Well done, well done. Well, done. but get but the, yeah. but don't but don't but don't cheat yourself and don't think we're BSing you. Go get the album and be impressed. Okay? Yes, that's the album. Ooh. And what I was gonna say real quick was that I don't know if you remember the moment he had with Keisha Cole when you know that record to this day. That's that's a bop. That I mean, everyone not only can you bop to it, but you feel it in your soul. And, and remember, and he did that to this album. And remember, I feel like that spoke, moment he had, he did it with his album. And remember, he spoke about how he had to fight with her on that record to pull yeah. it out of her because she was making records with her team and thought she was doing enough. He was like, no, that's not enough. No, that's not mm-hmm. enough. Give me more. Yeah. And, 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 and like you said, and, and, and last night now is that record, right? That still holds the place. She now has a catalog record. She has to sing everywhere she goes. She can't not sing that song wherever she goes because of what, because of, because of that production. You're a thousand percent correct. You guys are saying correct. that came out love. Yes. And I believe that 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 moment with Diddy inspired every other song after that. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. 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 Because he does. He does. Even when he's doing making the band. Right. Although I didn't love the mixing and matching. He was just putting voices together, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. Rather than putting personalities together, because that's why the groups are not here no more. They don't get along because they could sing, their voices work, but their personalities didn't work, right? That's why mm-hmm. Danny Kane does not together anymore. Danny, right? Exactly, Danny yeah. Kane as well, yeah. Yeah, but um, but when he hears a great voice, he is motivated. When he hears real talent, he does get very motivated. So, that, like you said about Keisha Cole, she motivated him because he saw a different side of her vocal. And he's like, she's she's different. She's not what Mary and Faith are. They're all individually great, but they're not. You know what I'm saying? But she's 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 special in her own way. Mm-hmm. All right, my love. We're going to the next my next my next topic, and I'm not sure if you heard this album yet, but it's another album you should have right now that you need to be listening to, and that's Olivia Rodrigo's second album, Guts which is a very good second album. If you don't know Olivia Rodrigo, she made the record called Driver's License about two years ago. And that record was about the fact that she was with her boyfriend and the intention was for him to get his license so they can drive off together and be in love. But yet they broke up. And now when she drives past his house, she is reminded of how the driver's license was the point of where they're not going to be together. And she puts this together in a song. I just gave you four. I gave you a paragraph and a half. She clearly puts this into a song and it sounds spectacular. Okay. She can write her little behind off. She is a mag. She, I, I will say right now of all the newer artists, she's absolutely writing wise right now, especially on the pop side, top five that are alive. Top five yeah, on the yeah. pop side. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if she's writing for Taylor Swift. That type of stuff is coming in two seconds. But her new album is called Guts. She starts off acting like Billie Eilish, Estella. Okay. She's mm-hmm. yelling and screaming. And you're like, that's not the Olivia Rodrigo I know. But I could tell that she wanted to let that inner anguish out to say that she's not just a ballad writer and a love song writer. You know, she has, she has some energy within her. But she settles in and then she starts doing what we love her for. And she has about five of these songs on her album. There's a song called Vampire, where the guy is basically sucking his love out of her. There's a song called Logical, where she breaks. She talks about how the relationship is illogical, but yet when you're in love, that's logical. Making the bed. <laughs> that's the one I heard. Making the bed. Well, the other, the one that's out right now, that up-tempo record is called Get Him Back. Okay. Oh, Get Him Back. Get yeah. Him Back. And that record is about basically her being in a love-hate relationship, how she wants to get him back so she can punch him in the face. But yes, she loves him. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's but that's her writing style. That's her mm-hmm. writing style. Okay. And she and, and it always comes with a twist, almost like almost like a mystery if you're really into writing like that. So she's fantastic with that. Pretty isn't pretty's also standout records. It's a required album. You have she she was nominated for a Grammy for Song of the Year for Driver's License. Those types of talents. You must follow and watch their trajectory. So I listened to the album three times already. Olivia Rodrigo's album Guts is absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. And look at you, E. You made it through the queue. We spoke about music for like, <laughs> look at you. You're you one. You're, you're, you're you know, one it's my thing. thing. 
you know, music is my thing. I love Olivia. I just want to say I, I really, really love her and her story. And I love the fact that she really pours her all into her writing. Yeah. It's like she kind of follows, just follows herself. I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's like she freestyles. She doesn't even think about it. That's the way I, I feel it's her seamless. writing. Yep, it's seamless. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Seamless. Yep. So I will be listening to the album because I'm not going to lie. I haven't heard the album. I heard two or three songs. I haven't heard it yet because I've been so stuck on the love album. I can't even front. <laughs> and, and, and if you don't have driver's license, you must have driver's license in your playlist. Like if you don't have, if, if there's, if. I have that. I, I, no, I'm, I'm talking, I, I, for Goju Nation, everybody else that's listening, oh, okay. you must have this song in your playlist. Okay, you must ha- just just for the quality of the music and the quality of the song. It's required. If if you call mm-hmm. yourself loving music, you have to have this song in your playlist. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. That's what to describe it. I agree. Okay, little that little that she's a little powerhouse, a little powerhouse. Yeah, don't get it twisted. <laughs> just because she's a youngin', don't get it twisted. She's a little powerhouse. She she's what she's she's what is good about music right now. Okay, if you exactly. find something wrong, she's what's good about music. So that, she's a, a, a what you call it a, a fresh. A breath of fresh air. She's a breath of fresh air. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Diddy, the love album off the grid, Olivia Rodrigo guts. And that's the Q, the Q, the Q. So now we're moving on to the V, the V, the V. So, you know, I like to make my left turns while I go from something you thought talking about to something you didn't think I was going to talk about at all. Okay. Here is what is verified. Okay. And I need Estella to give me her opinion on this. And I know she has strong opinions, so she's going to be fantastic on this. Okay. After me finding out or us recognizing that Papoose and Remy are on the rocks. Don't forget, Papoose held her down in an amazing way when she was in prison. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The way, the way that women like men to hold them down. Not the prison part, but the hold them down part. Okay. The fact that Jeezy is only two years from being married to Jenny May, Ma, if I'm saying her name right, and now he wants a divorce. Two years. Two years. Okay. One kid, two years. Sam Asgotti is divorcing Britney Spears after 14 months. 14 months. Okay. And this one broke my heart because I need black love to work in this world. Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert are breaking up. So what's verified for me is that I do not see marriage as a viable option in today's day and age. Estella, the floor is yours. First of all, yes, my heart is crushed with Tiana Taylor and Iman like actually giving up on each other because that's that's how I see it. I'm like, why did you guys give up on each other? You guys were perfect, a perfect example for today's society, today's day and age. For black love, you know, just even two entertainers, mm-hmm. like, ugh, it broke, it's bro- not just broke my heart, it's breaking my heart. And I, I still have hope. I like how she came, you know, on IG and spoke very highly of him and, you know, kept it real and was like, listen, it's not this, it's not that. I don't believe it. Sorry, Tiana, I love you. I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Because we all know for damn sure that you are madly in love with him and you were trying so hard to hold on not just you but him as well so i believe that something might have happened i could be wrong so i'm sorry if i'm wrong i agree i you know i've been holding on to dear life to have faith into you know in marriage because in today's day and age is forget about it it's am i able to curse yes it's a it's a shit show <laughs> and it's been like that <laughs> i'm just i'm just making sure uh-huh. it's been like that since our great grandparents. Let's let's be for real. Mm. Like it, marriage has been a bumpy ride for generations and top of generations. So to see people like Papoose and Remy, Tiana, Iman, even uh, Jeannie Maya and and um Jeezy, like I have so much hope in them too. They look madly in love. Like I felt like there was a chance in marriage. Period. In today's in today's day and age. So now that I hear all of this, I'm like, oh, I was right. Because <laughs> they look, they looked, because the people you just mentioned, the ones I brought up, they looked, let me not say looked, they were so into each other. When you saw mm-hmm. Jeezy, right? Jeezy looks, when he was with, when he was on the, when he was on the talk, right? 
He was looking so googly eyed at this girl. On the talk, on the real. On oh, the real, excuse me. On the real. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I have no problem being wrong. That's when, he my was, show. when he was on the real, he's looking like a five year old. He looks like mm -hmm. a googly eyed. He looks look like a teenager. Mm -hmm. He's like a teenager with his first love. You're like, my God, yeah. he's so he's so into her. He we never so saw that side her. of him. Mm -hmm. and, and, and as a rapper, right. Not that rappers have to have an image, but you never saw he just looks so it's the same it's this ever ever so for it not to work look look britney spears is a is a, you know she's a she's a walking train woman. i saw that coming <laughs> yeah, she's a, she's i love me some britney spears but i saw that coming Let's be she's, she's, she's a walking train wreck but but still 14 mm -hmm. months like 14 months damn like 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 jesus like what happened like what do you mean what happened I'm saying, it's, it's, 14 but, months was a long time i thought gonna divorce three months later Okay, but yeah, she's right, right for her, right for her. That's a record, right for her. I'm sorry. That's a rocky shit. I love right. you, Brittany. I'm sorry. No, truth is true. Truth is true. That's facts. That's that's just you know fact though. It's just what it is. It's what it is. Okay. Mm -hmm. But Pat Poo's holding down Remy when Remy came out of prison. She was like, Oh my God, this is my king. Okay. The, it, 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 it's just it's. It All right. It. It I'm gonna say it. You don't understand. It's hard for me to say this because I am. You know, I'm BX all day. And Remy is like she's Remy. That's that's I love her, and I love him too. But I I'm a big Remy fan, and I'm always gonna continue to say I'm you know I'm really into this entertainment stuff. Like I go hard for my music, but I saw that coming. I'm sorry. Okay. Remy is in her prime right now. Let's be for real. Everything she's been doing, she looks better than ever. I saw this coming. Okay, let me not you know jinx it because quote-unquote they're technically still together because she did come out and say that that was all facade that's not true and blah 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 but i don't see them lasting and I, you know god willing they do because i want you know i'm team black love all day every day and i want them still together he deserves that and so does she after everything she's been through you know but i don't see it lasting because i know for a fact she want to go outside i'm sorry i said it right that's fine that's fine so here's so here's I have, I have a theory and then I have an opinion. Okay, here's my theory: the relationships that are quiet on the out on the inside and quiet on the outside tend to last. So, for example, a couple that we both adore. Okay, there wasn't any blowing up and activating of Beyonce and Jay-Z being together. They were very much, we're doing us, y'all stay the fuck out of our business. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay? And as they're married, we're doing us, stay the fuck out of our business. <laughs> mm -hmm. And no matter what is said or what is not said or what is assumed or what is not assumed, they say, we're doing what the fuck we want to do, stay out of our business. Mm -hmm. It seems to be that when you're out and about and you're letting the world into your outness of your relationship, it tends to crack the armor slowly but surely because of the entertainment fame aspect. And I think that chisels away at the sanctity of what the vows represent. Yes. Because, because if you're with somebody, okay, and we've had some great conversations about this, what y'all do is what y'all do. As long as it works for you two. It's not my job or your job, anybody's job to say what is right or what is wrong. Because what works for them is why they are together. And it's not our place to say, for argument's sake, well, the woman should be spending all this money. He should be making his own money. Now you're in their business. Mm -hmm. She might be the best money person. He might be the best person with the tools and can fix everything in the house. And that's their relationship. You don't know that because you're not in their house at two o'clock in the afternoon, nor at two o'clock in the morning. But that's what I think cracks at the armor. So I'm going to say this with respect. I need Sean Carter and Beyonce Knowles to hold on. I need Cardi B and Offset to hold on. Okay. God bless them, although I don't love the dynamic. I need Nikki and Petty to work it out and hold on. Because we need mm -hmm. to see relationships working. We do not need to see relationships falling apart. Remember, I, I, I mentioned this before, and I think you understand. When I saw that Offset 
bought Cardi basically a house full of roses for the anniversary. I said, that's what love's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be into a person to a point of where that's how you express yourself. Okay. And if you listen to Cardi, when she speaks about Offset, she can say something bad about him, but you can't say a damn thing. Yeah. And the second you do, she goes straight to me to kind of on you. Yeah. She loses her shit. Like, no, no, mm-hmm. you're fucking wrong. Okay. And, and, and she, and she recognizes all the shit they've been through and she's still holding on to the sanctity of what the vows represent. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about that? Okay. So we're not going to talk too long about this. We agree. Marriage seems yes. to not be viable. But we still have a home. We're still having home. But we still have home. We still have home. <laughs> put the phone, put the phones down, less social media, more cuddling, maybe we'll be okay, right? Less big clubs, people. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. And and, and 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 try to find a common thread that has less to do with success or money or fame. Because that has a clock on it. Yeah. And if you look at that clock as it's going to last forever, then you're destined for failure. Find the person that you want to live that you want to live homeless in a box with and figure it out. Or the person that if y'all go broke, you say, no problem. We'll make it up again and we'll have another plan. We'll go make that money again. Find that person. Well yeah, because that because that's what makes things difficult. You have you have these you all meet upon these expectations. And then when the expectations are either a not met or be not fulfilled, then you'll say, well, I'm tapping out. You're like, well, why'd you tap in in the first place then? Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm off my soapbox. That's the V, the V, the V. That's what's verified. Marriage is not viable. Now we're on to the C, the C. What's certified, certified, certified. Okay. Okay. This is that. Okay. For, for clarity. I am African-American and Native American. Estella is Dominican and anything else or just Dominican, correct? I was born in the U.S. I'm Dominican and Arabic. Okay, she's Dominican and Arabic. So majority Dominican, I'm majority African-American, but there is significant Arabic in her family, significant Native American in my family. Not the stereotype. I have a family reunion where you have TPs and the whole shit. So, you know, okay? Now, (laughs) Now, after... Erica Mena got fired from Love and Hip Hop and fired from BLK Network. I have some thoughts and I'm not getting into what she did. I'm getting into the deeper aspect of what is going on. Bear with me, E, because I'm going to give you the floor, but I need a minute to get this out. Okay? There it go. This Latin co-opting urban culture thing. And being selective about your race when convenient is officially a problem. Now, let me start with the person that's the most in trouble here by perpetuating this this synopsis. We're going to start with Mona Scott. Mona Scott is the creator of Love and Hip Hop. Just so you can know, her background is, I don't know if you knew this, Estella, she used to be a part of Violator Management with Chris Lighty. I guess I didn't know. Okay, so she still manages Busta Rhymes. So she comes from a music industry background. That's why she was able to get some of these music figures to be a part of this show. This is what's also important to know. Love and Hip Hop is ratchet wrestling. It's a scripted show just like wrestling. You need to understand that. So when you're looking at these personalities, Goju Nation, and you're saying, well, this wasn't like that one. It's scripted. It's scripted reality television. So let's get on Mona Scott for a minute, okay? I wrote this out because it's very important. So now, Mona Scott, after 10 years plus of making money and successful shows off this ratchet behavior, now you have a moral compass or what we can accept? I'm not buying it because here's what it is. After 15 years of seeing women catfighting over status and clout, and don't forget the men BS, and letting them eat away at our culture, we as that culture are officially fatigued at watching that, and there aren't many different narratives after upteen different versions of the same show in different cities. So we're now looking past the fuckery and seeing how we're being portrayed. And what we're seeing is not cute, and on top of that, it's scripted that way. Amazing. So now, Mona Scott, 
You being Haitian American are being called out by your contemporaries and being asked. You gonna let Manny get away with that? You gonna let it slide with that comment? Here's the problem. You've been letting it slide for over a decade. Again, now you have a moral compass. What fuckity actual motherfuck are you thinking? You're co-opting black culture, making money off it, and then letting people of different cultures be conveniently non-black when it doesn't benefit you anymore. That's what we're promoting. Thanks for setting women and the culture back a decade. Mm -hmm. Estella, your thoughts. <laughs> Listen, I had to inhale and exhale before we got to clarity, and I'm shaking my head. I first of all, I didn't really know what was going on until my homegirl told me about it. And I still didn't even look into it after that because she didn't give me details. She was like, did you hear about Erica Mana? She got fired from Love and Hip Hop. But I'm thinking, oh, you know, she probably got fired for just fighting, doing, like you said, what they've been doing for the past, what, 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. But when I actually tuned in, because I, I can't even deny, I watch Love and Hip Hop here and there to see if there's any changes. But once I see the same crap, I'm like, yeah, I can't. And I am, um, I, I don't even, I'm not ashamed to admit, I love reality TV. Mm. But I like reality TV that makes sense. You know, that have an objective. But when I saw that, I'm like, how dare you? First of all, being from the Bronx, being a Dominican, Puerto Rican, Latina from the Bronx, how dare you represent us like that? Mm. And I would tell it to her damn face. I will tell her to her damn face, how dare you? And then on top of that, you have kids that are by an African-American man. And you still, like, that's not even my in my vocabulary. Never has been. None of my friends, none of my family. And I'm not saying this because, oh, you know, I'm Hispanic. Of course, I'm going to say, no, it's the truth. Like, I'm so disgusted by her. I was... I I liked her because I appreciated her her authenticity. Can never say that word right. Authenticity, yeah. Yes, <laughs> I appreciated that, but then it was too much, and I'm like, okay, no, you gotta relax. But you know, me being from the Bronx, an aggressive, a semi-aggressive, you know, uh, lady from the Bronx, I get her sometimes. But this, no, like, what made you? Like, what was in your mind? What made you think to say that? That means no matter what, I'm sorry, you have to have some type of racism in you. Because if you didn't, that wouldn't be in your vocabulary, mm -hmm. no matter what. And it's already bad enough that we have to deal with everything that we're dealing with in today's society, with African-Americans and then Dominicans and Puerto Ricans and now Dominican and Haitians. It's too much. And then you're, you're, you're here given a platform for how many years now? And who knows if it was even deserved straight up mm -hmm. because it's not like you even at least cardi and a couple other people yandy cardi even us herself are taking that platform and trying to make a difference you still doing the same shit mm -hmm. okay and yeah granted you're trying to do your acting i'm not trying to knock her i'm not saying that i hate her or anything but i'm disgusted i'm disgusted that shouldn't even be in your thought process and the fact that you you stood there and then you on top of that you taunted her and then you you did the noises and all this. Like, what? Mm -hmm. You're wilding. Mm -hmm. You're wilding. You shouldn't ever be on TV. Sorry. You should read it from this. You should really learn from this. She posted something saying that she felt bad and blah, blah, blah. I don't believe her. I don't believe you. Yeah, she definitely, she definitely, had a public, she definitely had a publicist write something for her. Because when you see her personality and you know how she is, you're like, you'll say, she doesn't, she, even write, like she doesn't even write like that. She doesn't even express herself. First of all, <laughs> I'm sorry, Goju Nation, but I'm pissed off about this. And then, first of all, if I were in her shoes, which I would never be, thank God, I would have did a video. If you really, if you really feel apologetic, the mm -hmm. fact that you even writing something, because you quick to be on videos and be all over IG and all over Love and Hip Hop and all over here and there and the Kardashians, you quick to show face. But for something like this, having African American kids that you don't know, God forbid how it can affect them in tomorrow, in, you know, in their tomorrow, in their, in their future. Mm. You're just going to have your publicist write something for you? Mm. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. You don't represent the real Latinas that actually give a shit.
that really care about the culture. You don't represent it and you need to go left. So that's so that was fantastic because I spoke about the person that deals with the show. Right. You spoke about the person itself. Right. Which is which is fantastic. And 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 what's great is that you being a Latina, it doesn't have a bearing to sound as if it's slanted, if you will. Right. If you want to if you want to be a troll, if you want to be today's social media and let's say if I said it right there'd be a little bit, yeah, but you, 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 you know, you with Safari, you're a black man, you just mad because she ain't with him no more. No, it's not that serious. There's a co-opting of black culture that's really not fair, okay? Mm-hmm. Black culture doesn't co-opt Latino culture, and we do it with respect to it being your culture. We love Oroz con Pollo. We love to watch your dance <laughs> dancer, okay? We love Mangu, right, right, right. right. We know what limonada is compared to lemonade. We know there's a difference. <laughs> okay. All right. And we love it. Okay. And we love it. But we don't protect. Follow me. But we don't want the recipe for the limonada. Follow me. Mm-hmm. That's what y'all do. We just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Latinos will co-op black culture because we'll have Latin rap groups like Cypress Hill. We'll have Latin rap groups like Beat Nuts. And we still embrace them. Okay, that that Joe is if that Joe is the quintessential person you're speaking about, who's a Latino from the Bronx that will basically say I was raised black. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was raised yeah. black. My heroes are black. I I didn't see color where I grew from on Trinidad. Okay. Yeah. But on the flip side, as much as we embrace Latino culture, and what you excuse me, as we embrace Latinos co-opting black culture or urban culture, let's call it that. Okay. We don't pretend or try to co-opt and be Latinos. So what happens is, is that what's very unfair, okay? I'm going to use an artist to make you laugh. You might even get mad at me. So when you're Mark Anthony, when you're Mark Anthony and you're in Washington Heights or you're on the Lower East Side, you're all types of urban. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Once you, once you go on tour, you would think that he was born in the suburbs of a white neighborhood. Now... We know Mark Anthony the person. We know Mark Anthony ain't no punk. If you're from New York, you know Mark Anthony. I was about to say, I was about to say, whoa. If you're from New York, you know Mark Anthony is hood. I'm just saying that how he carries himself when he has to because he can, if you follow me. You see what I mean? Okay. Okay, so let me ask you this. Because Jay-Z can't do that. Follow me. Okay? Okay. I'm not knocking Mark Anthony. I'm saying that. When Mark Anthony makes a movie and he does Men on Fire, Mark Anthony doesn't okay. carry himself as a Latino guy. Okay, but, that's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Mark Anthony, Jay-Z can't do that. Denzel can't do that. <laughs> okay. And I'm not, and again, I'm not knocking Mark Anthony. I'm just saying that one of the issues of co-opting is as much as Erica Mena is on the wrong side of this, you can't be on the right side of this. Just don't pretend you're not, because when you do, it becomes very unfair because literally you can act the part. I've worked at companies where I've seen co-workers of of a different nationality of Latino culture basically basically want to listen to DMX with me. OK, and then want to go, for lack of a better phrase, go golfing with their white counterparts, but wouldn't invite me to go golfing. Mm. And I'm not knocking them. I'm saying I get it. I'm just saying that. Thank you, Erica Mena, because you now put it on the table where it's something that's going to be seen. And over time, it's going to be heard. And over time, it's going to be something that has to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just it's, I'm, and I'm not I'm not criticizing because I'm not that, that's not what this platform is for. That's not what Industry Room 4080 does. We basically just want you to walk away or I want you to walk away and say, didn't think about it that way. Thank you for letting me know that. I didn't think about it that way. Okay, so I'm just letting you know the co-opting of culture. That's what Latinos do with black urban culture. But black people don't do that with Latino culture. You need to be aware of that. Okay. How you feel? You all right? I was going to stop you with the whole Mark Anthony thing because I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> no, but, what? But, but I'm letting you know how deep you're to be white. No, but they once said, once you mentioned the movie, I got it. I get it. Yeah. And, and it's not a criticism. It's what it is. I'm just speaking to it as truth to facts, not knocking the person. Yeah. Okay. J-Lo is J-Lo from the block. But J-Lo is a little, watch this, I'm being fair. She's a little bit less Latino on Jimmy Fallon. 
Okay. Little less. Okay. Whereas, yeah. whereas Jamie Foxx can't do either, no matter where he goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Um. But but please wrap it up in the both me if I'm missing something. Tell me if I'm culturally missing something there. No, you're not. It's true. It's just that we don't really look at we don't look at it that way to speak too enough about it. We don't speak too much about this. And now with the situation with Erica Manor, I don't think she's a a representation of even that that you're saying. Right. Because that was just straight evil. Right. That was just straight evil. Like what you're saying doesn't represent what Erica Manor didn't love in hip hop. But I get what you're saying because it's true. It's true. Just like when we, you know, when you mentioned that article to me, I forgot the lady's name. At first, I was a little uncomfortable because I'm like, this is not every Latina. This <laughs> isn't. Right. I was oh, because I'm like, this ain't me. Right. Right, right. But right. then I was like, you know what? She's right. right. Because now all of a sudden, every Latina is hashtag Afro Latina. You know, you wasn't saying that last year or two, <laughs> three years ago or five years ago. And right. I told you straight up, I was introduced to that like not that long ago. I told you that and I admitted to that because I'm not here to fake the funk for nothing. Mm-hmm. But I always saw myself as American as well because that's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is because, this, you know, a lot of my, most, not even a lot, 95% of my family is dark-skinned. And so everyone looked at them as a non-Latino. Stupid, it sounds crazy, it's dumb, as if there's no Latinos that are dark-skinned. My mom is dark-skinned. So I had to live, I had to see that happening in my family with my, with my family. So I feel like I kind of grew up, you know, with mm-hmm. that, with, with that. With that feeling, I saw my family going through those things. But yes, I agree with everything you're saying. You're right. And I think we need to talk about this more. And, be and we need better representation of Hispanics on TV. I'm sorry. Like, J-Lo is, is a big one, but, you know, she don't really, she, you know, she's from the Bronx, so she ain't really heard. Let's be for real. Or, 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 or she's, you know, look, just like Jay-Z is not Jay-Z from Moss anymore, right? Because Jay-Z bought a, mm-hmm. you know, bought a huge house in California. It's just, it's just, it's just what success does. So that's, so that's okay too. That's okay too. Full disclosure, Goju Nation, just so you, just so you know how slanted I am not. I am not. Okay. One of my favorite rap freestyles of all time is one-on-one, big pun in Cuban Link. It's one of my favorite freestyles of all time. Okay. Play that shit yeah. 10 times a day. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, for those that listen to the podcast and know me, I have a bunch of female friends and I call my female friends the Wu-Tang Clan. Half of them are Latina. Latina. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Half of them are Latina. My rider dies. Half of them are Latina. So this is not, I'm not, this is not a criticism. It's more of a putting a mirror in front of the situation and saying, please be aware of what that is and be aware of the relevance what it represents and be aware as you move forward, like Estella said, better representation of the culture on both sides, not one-sided, not disrespectful, and not convenient based upon what room you're in. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I mentioned Jada's not hood like that is because if you have anyone that's hood from the Bronx, let it be correct, like, please. <laughs> it's not ever commanded. If she doesn't represent all Latinas, I know so many Latinas that ha- I've seen. Not even I know. I've been one of those people that have fights, have have fist for with African American females, and I never thought in my life, not then, not now, not in the future, to to ever say anything or even mention or reference their complexion, reference about their nationality, nothing. So like, no, sorry. Gotcha. I think that's I think that's I think that's well said. I think that's well said. So you know what's interesting about when you do these podcasts? You always I always think that I'm not gonna have enough material enough time. (laughs) And then we get this far into it. And we're done. So I'm done. I've got got through the C. (laughs) We got through the Q, the V, and the C. Qualified. Diddy's album, Olivia Rodrigo. Okay. Verified. Marriage is not viable, but we have hope. Certified Latina co-opting of the urban culture needs to be addressed in a realistic way so that we don't misrepresent ourselves and have people out there like Erica Mena making us look crazy in the streets. How did I do? That sound pretty good? Yes, amazing. <laughs> okay. All right. Floor is yours. Whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, repeat the single, repeat the platforms, repeat the videos, repeat what's happening, where you're going to be. 
Previous tour, next tour, whatever you got, it's all yours. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. I've been wanting to do this for a while now, so I'm glad you asked me, and I'm glad that we we got through it. <sighs> Let me breathe, because <laughs> the the C part really did it for me. But I just want to say I am so honored to be here. I can't wait to do it again. Love to listen to your podcast, especially when you talk about music. You already know I'll be open. <laughs> And yeah, my name is Estella Star. That's Estella E S T E L A one L, guys. And Star with two R's. My single right now is called Trusted, and it's a dope. I I feel like even though it sounds like something you probably heard before, it it still has a different feel to it. It's a different sound because my voice is a little different. If you haven't known, <laughs> so go check that out. My video is out on the YouTube Estella Star. All the platforms are still a star, except for TikTok is E-Star 26, E-Star 26. And the tours I'm working on going to Spain. We're going to go to Costa Rica, just a couple different countries, Not nothing confirmed as of yet, but we're definitely going to be touring next year. Maybe uh, towards the ending of next year, because I'm working on my EP and I want to, Make sure I get my EP out and put it out there before I tour. So, yeah, follow me, listen, let me know what you think, and expect some more. And this is also, shout out to all my single parents. I feel like I could be a great representation for all the single parents out there that feel like they can't do this or can't do, can't follow their dreams because they have kids or they have their nine to five. I'm going to make sure to be a reminder because, yes, there are many artists that are, I'm in my mid-30s, that are either my age or older doing it, but they didn't start with kids, not too many of them, but I want to be one of those people to really represent for everyone that thinks they cannot follow their dreams because they're a parent or because they're of a certain age, so let's not get it twisted and be ex all day. Well said, well said, well said. All right, I'm simple. Gotham Jungle, one word, every platform, including threads. I promise you there's something there that you will enjoy. My name is Tally. That is Estella Stardust. You're my first guest on my on my audio podcast. Thank you. Okay? Thank you. I always do them by myself. You're my first guest on the audio podcast. So let's see. Let's see how Goju Nation feels about it. Because I was told by Goju Nation I'm good by myself. I'm not going to be that confident. I'm just saying, just let me know what you think because we feed you what you want. And always remember, light and darkness cannot coexist.